some people find the word black offensive. <laughs> like, oh, he's my black friend. Like, I don't want it to be like that. But like, to be honest, when you ask me that question, I don't, this is, I know it's going to sound worse. I don't think about how I describe you. It just sounds like I don't see color. Kenobi. I'm not a monster. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. We're here. How are you all feeling? It is a great day to be with you all. Happy season finale, everybody. We did Happy it. We made it. Finale. We made it to the end. Yes. Uh, we've had a lot of ground. Today, we are going to do a movie bracket of all of the movies that we have reviewed over the yes. course of this past year. Yes. Uh, big shouts out to Brian for putting that together. But we're it's going to be a great episode, y'all. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's the Christmas season. I'm tired, and <laughs> here we are. It's uh, here we are. <laughs> so, listen, we are live on Instagram for the very first time. Right now in StreamYard, but you can also follow us and we are live on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube right now. Um, this is something new we've done this season. This was something new that we've done. Yeah, was like going season live. finale. Uh, And, you know, I think it's worked out pretty well. We get to have a lot of fun people in the chat, like Roman Myers and everybody else interacting with us in real time. So Mm -hmm. make sure you're following us on socials, especially over the break. You're going to see some slight changes, but we are up in the ante for season five of the podcast, y'all. And I really quickly want to give a special howdy to James Gunn, who I am certain is watching this podcast right now or listening. Why is that? Why, why, and, is, why, is that? why do you say that? And um, I'm just, I'm happy he's here. I'm happy he's here. If he wants to drop anything in the chat, we would love to hear yeah. from him. Um, so I say that sort of in jest. There's no way he's watching. He has no. far better I mean, things to do maybe, than to watch like, us dick around. Maybe. Um, but he, we posted a little while back, Marcus was singing James Gunn's praises for yes. like just calling people out and like being like, hey, that's not a rumor. That is. But like being really participative in like the social media experience, he posted that clip to our Instagram and James Gunn's verified Instagram account threads. liked that the threads yeah. liked that particular so, post. This, yeah. this this podcast is liked by James Gunn. This we have a liked okay. by James Gunn. Which is pretty exciting. It sounds really stupid when you it's actually so say wild. it out loud, it's so but wild. it's really, really cool. What you, I, I threw my fucking phone. I posted a video just <laughs> randomly. I saw the page thinking it was like a James Gunn stand account. That shit had right. two views at it at the time and one of them was James Gunn. And that shit is just like, what the fuck? What the yeah, fuck? you you got balloons. Oh, okay. Thanks. I didn't do those balloons. I, did, I didn't either. So <laughs> I have. Yeah. If I do, if I do this, does it give me balloons? Because you were doing this. I don't know what happened. Did you sign the the word for balloons? James Gunn. A bunch of balloons (laughs) pop up in the live stream. James Gunn. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Say the magic word. Come on, James Gunn. Oh, 
maybe that's just what we need to do. But more importantly, Love everybody, it. we have a very big episode to get to. Um, like I said, we're going to do the bracket. Uh, yes. We're also going to talk about uh, just some breaking news that we're going to tease and talk about just a smidge. Not get super in-depth. We're not getting in the weeds. We have other things to do. Um, and then yeah, our Patty, Patty family, we reviewed a romantic comedy called yeah, Xmas. We did. Uh, that mm-hmm. Brian made all of us watch. I did. Um, I did. And you'll be happy about it. We'll and you gonna shut the fuck up? You gonna <laughs> shut the fuck up about it? So anyway, here we go. Let's uh, make sure everybody's thoroughly Hold welcomed and in intro. Can I just yeah. say this before we get started with just intros, just real lightly? It's the season finale. I always want to do this in the beginning, right? Yeah. Um, you know, really just thankful to be able to say that we are ending on season four. Um, we have done some. This James Gunn shit is like really funny, but it is like a big deal a little bit to be like James Gunn interacted with this post and liked mm-hmm. it. And it was a post about him, obviously. So, but to be able to see it out of all the shit you see, but that's not the only time that we've been able to get interactions like that. Um, yeah. You know, we've gotten it from Palmer's. We've gotten it from Bubbler. We've gotten it from the Noodle, the couple Palmer's noodles being company. the most important one. Clearly. Palmer's really being the cocoa butter, clearly. the cocoa butter dream. Um, and so it's just really, it's, you know, it's a good time just to be able to send that stuff out in the world and people see us and how organic that we are. Cause that's just us being goofy, right. And just being ourselves and people interact with that. So just really thankful for everybody who supports us to be able to do something like this and, and just yeah, really excited absolutely. for um you know the guys and us as we move into season five yeah well said well said yeah absolutely mason congrats on the james gunn thing thanks mason <laughs> thanks mason. mason thanks mason man. um but we gotta make sure that's everybody's my thoroughly that's my little welcome. brother man i love that man it is Ow. it's exciting I'm, a, I'm glad we're seeing him in the chat um brian roush aka Hello. happy life day uh how are you doing sir hmm. I'm so happy to be here. I've been looking forward to this episode. I put together the bracket and we'll we'll talk about how it came to be. But I've been staring at this bracket now for the better part of a week and I keep <laughs> laughing at it and we'll so get good. into it. But like we so have good. to decide right off the bat Shazam 2 versus Fast X and what movie <laughs> which which movie of that will go up against Killers of the Flower Moon. <sighs> Truly, <laughs> truly, we need to decide who the, the battle. The, that know, is, who's, who's the Chow Bucket? You're, that you're is, the Chow Bucket Award. You know that is that Chow. is like like Greenwood Community College <laughs> versus the University of Kansas. If I've yep. ever seen something in a yep, <laughs> in a bracket. I mean, the other one that's made me laugh a lot is the Flash versus Ant Man Quantum Media, and whoever wins that one goes up oh, against Barbie. Yeah. So, good luck. Well, who, whoever's got to go up against Killers of the Flower Moon is using that hashtag Why Not Us. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah, like I don't think there's a Cinderella story there, but uh, they don't believe in us. Maybe they believe in themselves. Um, yeah. Brian, I'm I'm digging the sweater, man. I wanted Thank to compliment you. the sweater on air. I I really, really, really enjoy it. Um, hey, so yeah, thanks for. I'm, thanks I'm for feeling. Thank, well, I appreciate that. I'm feeling festive. I had my work Christmas party today, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep these good vibes going. It's it's a holiday week. I'm not working the whole week, so I love this. Is one of my favorite episodes of the year because if you listen to our Violent Night review, that was the same energy that we had last year. If you want, if you want to keep the holiday cheer going in your podcast, go listen to that one because it's same vibes, same vibes. Absolutely. And Marcus J. Destin, a.k.a. Seasons, Greetings, and Finales. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you doing, sir? 
I'm feeling, I'm good. I'm here with my guys. So how, how could I be any better? You know what I mean? Plus, Yo, hashtag one. James Gunn. <laughs> that's just all of that. All of that. Let me tell y'all, I love moments like this. Everybody can kiss my ass. I feel like I don't like people who, like, <laughs> not y'all. This isn't y'all. This no, isn't I know exactly who you're talking about. You know, you. it's almost like you feel like you can't, like, be proud of, like, some shit like that. It's so yeah. little and minute. But it's like, that shit happened at, like, 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> no, I, which is wild and he's on vacation his next tweet was like i'm on vacation with my <laughs> wife and my and my mother who i haven't seen in a long time and it's 10 o'clock at night and this motherfucker is like an hour video that means like, technically i mean if i understand if i'm come to think that all marriages are alike um <laughs> that means his wife has seen this post oh probably you know what probably. i mean because you know they're sitting on a boat or on a beach and he <laughs> watches it and he's like Hey, honey, check this out. Like that's because that's exactly what I'm doing. Look, so look at, look at this shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. So I'm good. I'm here with my guys. That's right, Romans, and he took time out of his day to interact with us. You know what I mean? And so it's a good time. But here are my guys, ready to get to this bracket. This bracket is fly as fuck, yeah. y'all. So I'm ready I'm, to get I'm to brackets. Let's go bracket. Um, circle back in 2024 is just generally the motto for me. Yeah, uh, we're kind of at Not that point where you're sort of like, what did you hear? Circle jerk 2024. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't want to manifest whatever you want to manifest for yourself. Just maybe don't include me in that one. Like, that's what I feel, like, that's what I feel okay. like. That is the tagline for election season is like circle, uh, circle. Jerks that's a great tagline for uh, election season. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I'm man, doing I'm well. Ready. I got to see Brian's house. Yeah. Last week on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see out. Brian's house, everybody. And I got to hang out with his kids. His kids are delightful yep. people. Yeah. Um, yeah. it was they gave me they, not Brian, gave me the full house tour, which was outstanding. Um, I enjoyed every moment oh, of that. Sucks. And I got to see somebody that I haven't seen in 11 years, and that the last time I saw this person, <laughs> she was actively 10. So it was a great day for all of us. My yes. fast. Shout out to my niece, Fuck, Darby. It does, it does happen to you fast. So shout out to yeah. Darby. Yeah. Um, gentlemen, yeah. before we get into the bracket, yeah. we have to play the last catch that oh. quotable oh, of man. season four. Are you all ready? Catch that quotable. Silky sounds of Marcus J. Uh, are you guys ready for this week's quote? Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. All right. Children look Hit like me. burnt. <laughs> okay. That, that's a good, good job. That was a good one. Um, children look like burnt paper. Black. Not moving. And then the blast wave hits them. And then they fly, fly apart like leaves. <laughs> Got me. I don't know. Yep. Children look like burnt paper, black, not moving. And then the blast wave hits them. And then they fly apart like leaves. It's the <laughs> emphasis on black that's you want me to do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it again, no, no. but not with the emphasis on black. Okay, okay yeah. Let's children try. Just... look like burnt paper, black, not moving. And then the blast wave hits <laughs> no. them. And no, they fly apart still like did leaves. It. Yeah, yeah. It's still, still did you still it. Did is this a pause after? No, it was the, it's like there is an inflection on it. Okay, now I gotta do. Let's try one more time. Children look like burnt paper, black, not moving, and then the blast wave hits them, and then they fly apart like leaves. Good, I can tell you were trying not to put emphasis on so so hard. (laughs) It was so hard, so so hard. Black and white, black, uh, black, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, you could tell I've said that whispering to somebody else. Yeah. Like, I think he's black. Did you know like, he was black? You... <laughs> It's like, what is it? Can I ask y'all a question, like, real quick? How do you, if you were to like describe me, somebody said, like, you were trying to describe me to somebody that hadn't seen me before, what is the first description you use? Oh, this has happened to me. Oh, okay, how do you, how do you, Parker, Parker my sons ask all the time, like, oh. who's Marcus? I was like, oh, he has, he has black hair. He's got, oh, okay. he's, he like, okay. that's, okay. that's how I start. That's how I started. That's good. That's good. I always no, tell this, I always tell the story of how we met. Like oh he's a he's a he's a friend of mine that I met when I was working at USD. That's how I describe you how every you, time. Okay, that's good. But how do you describe? How do you like? If somebody was like, what does he look like? I think I usually say you're my African American friend. <laughs> I don't know why that's true, and there's no problem with that. It just sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I think I gotta go. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. this, like, this feels it's, like a this feels like a good time for, just, for me to, to sit down. Um, there's absolutely just, nothing wrong with what you said to me. It just sounds. I think it's because I think it's because some people. I'm like sweating. I think it's because some people find the word black offensive. <laughs> like, oh, he's my black friend. Like, I don't want it to be like that. But like, to be honest, when you ask me that question, I don't, this is, I know it's going to sound worse. I don't think about how I describe you. It just sounds like I don't see color. Like, I just. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just always interested in this. Like, it's, some people say black. Some people say fat. Some people, you know what I mean? So it's no. like, it's so many different, I mean, like, I do Waste say you black. are the black in films in black and white. Right, right. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really but only slightly. I'm, I'm really. <laughs> that was. I'm really sorry. It's like, funny. <laughs> it's funny because you didn't. Do, it's just like when you were reading the sentence and put black on there. It was like you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> it just, but it, but but it also, but wrong. also. I did, was, like, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna read. Right. The, I'm gonna yeah, read, read the quote, quote again because we've all forgotten it at this point. I don't know Children look like burnt paper, black, not moving, and then the blast wave hits them, and then they fly apart like leaves. I did it again. Um, so I don't know what this is. <laughs> this is an apocalypse movie. I'm okay. just gonna put it out there. It feels like Terminator. Um, oh, oh, okay. Maybe okay. Terminator Three. Maybe I don't know. That's... Was that Extinction? <sighs> no. There's so many now because it was, was Judgment Day, and then there was one after it, and it had a name. But I don't. I think Three was. was Judgment Day. I no Terminator Two, Judgment Day, Terminator judgment Three, oh. Regenesis or something, and then Four was like. I don't know something like clumpered souls that doesn't sound right. Salvation, salvation, got it. Salvation. <laughs> By the way, clumpered souls I like a lot better. That sounds like it stars Eddie Murphy, and it's also a comedy. I don't even know. About, about, about the clumps trying to make it through the Terminator apocalypse. <laughs> uh, oh, what is called Genesis? What is called like Genesis? Like S Y S though. Oh, oh. I don't okay. like clumpered souls though. <laughs> I'm going to go with the movie The Day After Tomorrow. Oh, right. that's good. No, hold on. I'm going with the movie Deep Impact. Ooh. Okay. 
good because he said it said blast wave mm. and i was like that sounds like an asteroid hitting something i like uh that's morgan freeman as the president right it is indeed um i'm gonna say 2012 for shits and giggles but i really do like uh terminator um i do Clumpered like the, souls. I, I do like the terminator clumpered souls yes <laughs> yes <laughs> If it's not Clumpered Souls, I don't know what this. it is. I'm gonna flip this table. I'm gonna uh, be mad. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Terminator. Uh, Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. That's a good guess. I feel like that might. Why be not? A good guess. That is a good guess. All probably wrong. All right. Oh my God, we were Mark Brian. You were in the same atmosphere. Okay. Oh, this is Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Oh, fuck. Oh. You were one off. Oh, I even said the name. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. Damn, oh. that was good, Brian. You were in good. the same orbit I, as oh. as that one. All right, all right. I'll take. I'll take it. That's all right. I would good. too. All I would right. too. I would not be disappointed by that. No, in the slightest. I don't so, feel bad. I don't no, feel I bad. Oh, and, Sarah Connor and, said it. Okay. Yeah, and that okay. and the problem is with that one. And this is no digs to the the actors who played Sarah Connor. That movie, everyone's quoting Arnold. They're not remembering a lot of what Sarah. That's also said. true. I realized, yeah. I realized later, later, later in life, like more recently, that my favorite Terminator movie is the second one and not yes. the first. Yes, like the I'll be back. Like I, that's mm-hmm. in the that's in the second one, right? Mm-hmm. Whole time mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I was quoting the damn sequel or every. That just oh. is a really good movie. Terminator Two is like the the definition of a better like yeah. a, a, a sequel that's better than the original. Just, yep, one hundred percent. Um, gentlemen, that does it for this week's catch that quotable. Thank you all. Thank and you all. Year. And we'll the year. And we'll still be making our donation too as well. And we'll, and we will. Yes, that I have that queued up. Um, we'll probably Ooh. do that next episode. Oh, nice. Um, Love it. Love it. Yeah. Like when we get back, Brian, season five. I mean, actually, it, if you just if you just give me it. a moment, I can yeah, actually just find just us to stall. We can stall right gri- now. Gri- grip it and rip it, Brian. Grip it. Oh God, that's that is terrible. Yep, see, that's no. stalling for time. All I had to do was say something mildly troubling. Yeah. And yes. Say too. We, we have some more so, troubling news coming. Out. <laughs> so we Hang are going. We, we are going to be donating our money. Uh, to the AHC Foundation, and that is Ooh. the alternating hemophilia of childhood foundation. So it is a condition that uh, affects children um, and with how they move their body. Um, and so there's a lot of other ways that you can help and empower those families as well. Uh, Roman uh, was the one to suggest this uh, foundation mm. and check it out. Um, and so basically donating here helps fund research to end AHC and providing hope to those families um that are working with that condition so we'll be donating we'll be donating to them cheers to roman for the suggestion and for the donation my middle name is hoskins in case anyone is curious he said your middle name is mildly troubling which i would possibly agree with i mean it's my mother's maiden name but here we are uh i did have the series of bad friends in elementary school who used to call me hoss uh because Mm. of Mm -hmm. hoskins so here we are uh Speaking of things that are mildly troubling, um, we got some interesting news today surrounding Jonathan Majors' court case. Yeah. Uh, So for those that don't know, uh, Jonathan Majors was on trial for the assault, uh, alleged assault of his 
uh, girlfriend at the time. Um, this was adding some big speculation into what was going to happen with him as Kang the Conqueror and also what was going to happen uh, just in general, how Disney was going to handle this one. So, But more importantly, was he going to be held accountable for his actions? Obviously, more, much more, much more important. Gentlemen. Uh, does one of you want to cover the actual result? Cause I'd have to look it up and I feel like you all know it really, really well. So essentially here's, I'll pivot uh, into somebody. I'll pivot into somebody. Okay. He was found guilty on two of the four charges, two charges. He was found guilty on two charges. He was acquitted for the two that he was found guilty for. Um, don't get to intent, but more acknowledge that he that he did it. I think it's the, he was found guilty for the two harassment charges, but the actual like assault charges he was acquitted on. I, yeah, I can or, jump or in. flip it. Yep. Go ahead. Brian. So he was, he was found guilty on assault in the third degree and harassment in the second degree. Got it. Okay. Um, and then he was acquitted on all other charges. Got it. Okay. Yep. And then right after that, as almost like they had, they were Jeez, like they were. I mean, for, they were waiting for the flare to be sent in, up into the sky by the judge. Disney fired Jonathan Majors, and so he is no longer Kang the Conqueror. Um, and so here we are. We have some resolution. I don't anticipate really any other news about this until 2024, uh, as far as what's going to happen on the studio side of things. We won't officially get his sentencing until February 6th. It's important to note that these are misdemeanors, so I don't anticipate a ton of jail time. Yeah, no. kind of where we're at. So, gentlemen, thoughts on the most on today's development? I think this is uh, one, you got to be held accountable. Um, I do want to say that I'm, I'm gonna start right there. Um, you know, they went through the process and the people found him guilty on the charges that they um, that they deemed that he was that he deserved to get and be held accountable to. I do want to say that, <clears throat> that regarding the information, there is a lot of misinformation that yes. I think you have to be careful with and that can be dangerous um, because of the reasonings that people are giving behind the accounts that they gave. And like, yeah. I, I was going to read the screenshot that I sent to the group chat, but it's not an official like thing from anybody that I know. Yeah. It's not like, it's like from a lawyer that's on Twitter that was following the case. I don't feel like that's responsible of me to read that on here. You can look sure. that up yourselves to see why they convicted him of those, <clears throat> you know, those two charges. Yeah. I think that you, you this is this is what happens. We knew that Disney was going to drop them, right? Yep. They were waiting and, on this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And the way that Loki seemed to end, I could assume that they might have been either preparing to shift from Kang anyway, um, and going a different direction. Because also immediately afterwards, it's saying that Avengers Kang Dynasty is now being titled as just Avengers Five as they decide right. who the next yep. big bad is going to be. So we knew that this was going to happen. Um. I, I I can only hope that. It's hard for me in situations like this. Like I stand against any type of domestic violence at all. Right. Mm -hmm. Bottom line. I was telling telling the guys that this is hard for me to watch a black man um, yeah. who, you know, was on this rise. It's like the quickest rise and fall. Yeah. And he was the lead of Marvel and was taking yeah. charge. That is the hard part. Not what he did. I don't feel bad. You know, I feel bad for any the victims in that. Yes. But, it, it it as a black man watching this as a, to another black man as the representation goes that's mm -hmm. this is kind of tough if I'm just like being honest yeah be um, honest but yeah that so that's kind of where my head is at right now but yeah you got to be held accountable bottom line yeah hundred percent 
Brian? Yeah, I think for me, I I, I only feel, <laughs> as we've talked through this, I only feel comfortable commenting on the movie side of stuff. I think yeah. we very clear where we stand as a podcast and we don't we don't condone any type of behavior that is absolutely not. assault or not. harassment um and that's that's what i'll say here i think uh our expertise is in the movie business so essentially i i think it's what you all already said i think marvel was watching this closely they they yeah. had four form letters ready to go <laughs> doug mentioned that in our group chat there are already six yep. options Doug and I were having the discussion. I missed that. I didn't see that you put that in the chat. I'm sorry. No, it was a joke. I was joking. It was a joke. They pro- I was oh. joking that because it's, a, I mean, because that's kind of how corporate works. It's, hey, depending on where these, depending on, it's a bunch of if, then, oh, if and wins. Right. Oh, it's yeah. like, okay, he's found guilty for <laughs> one, but not right. the big one. It's, mm-hmm. they were, they were running all of their schematics and they had their whole legal team involved. And then their, their legal team, their PR team, and then probably Kevin Feige were involved and they have I mean, all four letters and they were like, Oh, it was this. Yep. Here's letter three. And we're done. There we go. Yep. And, and and the funny thing was Doug and I were going back and forth, like, when are they gonna do this? And Doug's like, I think it's more January. And I was like, I don't know, they might do it in the mm-hmm. in-between time between Christmas and New Year's. And lo yeah. and behold, it it was literally running concurrently with the news yeah. that came mm-hmm. out today. So they it's clear Marvel wants to move on from this and do something else. I think if the rumors are true that they're calling it Avengers Five, right? In yeah. internally, I think. We may not, I don't know, we may still get Secret Wars, or it may be completely different. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe Doctor Doom is finally going to show up in some meaningful way. Who knows? We'll um, get all, maybe those casting rumors will start to be sussed out a little bit. More. I can neither confirm nor deny that I haven't cast. That's yeah, what I, I was Brian, if it's you, please tell us. Uh, please you need to tell us. You have yeah. an obligation. But yeah, uh, unfortunate all around, and yeah. it'll be interesting to see how Marvel moves forward from this. A hundred percent, like a hundred percent. It's it's going to be fascinating to watch. I do want to say, like, kudos to Marvel for like being willing to do that. I mean, they got to this. This is this. I'm not commenting on the legal side of things, and I am not trying to take away anybody's like trauma. But I've seen people do worse and stick around longer. That's true. Well, I'll just say the name. Ezra Miller. Miller. Yeah. Like, he, it, they, it, they are a great example of yeah. like that being mm. the case of Ezra sticking um, around. That was a yeah. lot. And he was still, he just didn't do PR for his movie. And that was, that was still got punishment. to read the, I mean, Flash yeah. might've been the worst movie that underperformed, but he got paid. They, sorry. Yeah. They got paid. And got paid. they got to reap the benefits of yep. all of, you know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. not to say that Jonathan Majors didn't, but one of these things is not like the other. And that's yes. where I'll leave it. Yeah, yes. I think that's a great way. I to think put that's it. a great, way, that's to a great way to put it. Yep. hundred percent. So yeah, we'll see. Well, uh, you can always, I mean, we'll continue <clears> to monitor this as it sort of gets into January. And I'm sure when we come back in season five, we'll have some more updates for you all on what's going on here. So, but we're excited. We're, we're interested and intrigued and we'll keep a finger on the pulse, but Brian, Hello. more importantly, biggity, biggity Brian, 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 um, you came up with a great bracket oh, for shucks. us to You're recap nice. season four of all the movies we've reviewed. Take it away, sir. 
All right, folks, I'm going to share my screen here yeah. real quick. Take it over, Brian. Take it over. Sharing that screen. Yeah. Hey, why don't you share that screen? I just want to let you all know as this intermission is happening, um, please, you still have time to join us for our bonus episode as we review Xmas in oh, the yeah. Patreon with our oh, yeah. Patty family. I know Roman Myers said he's going to skip it, but Roman Myers, you don't want to skip it. We're going to have a great discussion. <laughs> um, we're going to be right there, right in the funk of it. Go I mean, here, if you want to talk about if you want to talk about a movie that feels like it was written by an AI, I would love yeah, to talk about it. Actually, Don't do that. Yeah, Stop it, that. a little tease bit. It. It's a little tease. A little, treat. Though, tease. but it's a little. Yeah. A little. Uh, so, all right. So here's how we're gonna do this. Here's I'll tell you how we set it up. So we have uh, we have 18 seeds here. Uh, so these are all movies. All three of us saw. They are all movies that we did a review for. So there's also going to be movies in here that we did for the bonus episode that people requested we review. Um, so you're going to see movies like Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. You're going to see Nightcrawler. Um, I think those are the only two that made it in here um, that are not released this year. So they're in here. And if you're confused why, it's because we did review them this year. Uh, and then the way that they were seated was basically how how high we were on these movies uh, yeah. when we reviewed them. Uh, so Killers of the Flower Moon and Barbie, we all, there was barely a negative thing said about those. So those were like our first and second seeds. Uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania, and Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods are 18th and 17th seeds respectively. So that's how you can kind of tell how, how we did this. It wasn't incredibly scientific, um, but it was basically where we put um, our own reviews basically to the best of our knowledge. So well, um, we really got busy. We did. We, we did a lot. We watched many movies a lot that? of movies. We watched That's, a lot. There are only 18. That? There's 18 here. I didn't put in Money Plane. Oh, I didn't shit. put in Xmas. Um, so those those are not in here. I also did not put in movies that we did like bring your own review. So yeah. like oh, yeah, Nimona, Mission That's Impossible. Four movies for Doug. Every lot. time we did yeah. that, Doug watched yeah. two. So, so I didn't like, I didn't do I'm the a, bring your own Because I'm a nerd. Ones. Yeah, you nerd. No, uh, yeah. Otherwise, this, white this Christmas, nerd watched too. Watched white too. Christmas would have been white honey. Yeah. White honey, black Christmas. Oh, honey! No, we didn't watch honey. <laughs> we didn't. Watch. We talked a lot about honey, though. Maybe that. Maybe that'll be in season five. Yeah. We'll finally sit. Well, down do we want to leave honey. the bracket up? Is it easier? I can leave for, it up. Yeah, I, I think we. Should, I think we should leave it up so people sure. can follow. Sure. Along. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. That, I think that'll be good, and we can All drop right. the link. Maybe we can drop the link in the um, in the um, in the chat too. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So, so what's so what's let's, let's cover criteria. So for us, sure. we're gonna talk about just how we feel and which one is the better movie. This yes. isn't like we're not basing it off of our discussion about the movie because if no. we did that, then it's very possible that Fast X would make it all the way to the final finale. So <laughs> we are we're gonna talk about our opinions yes. of these movies, um, how we felt yes. about them. Um, We'll go with majority rule. So if Doug's yep. like, man, I hated that. But the two of you are like, no, that's then mm -hmm. majority rules. We'll go. That's the beauty of having three people. So yes, um, we can go with two out of three is good enough to move you around to the next round. So yes. uh, let us start with our 17 and 18 seeds. Y'all want to start from the top or the bottom? Let's uh, I think we got to start at the bottom here. Let's so start at the let's the start very, at the, the bottom. bottom the our barrel. first matchup is the flash versus Ant-Man Quantumania. So what was I the criteria even... again? I just forgot. Say that it's, again. Just how we feel about it. So which oh. is the better movie of those two? 
which is not not which is asking a lot. I, look, here's I what I'm gonna tell answer. you. I, I I watching the Flash. I I was more confused than enjoying it, and mm-hmm. then Ant Man Quantumania, It was like it was more of like it had high highs, like like the the Michelle Pfeiffer stuff, the Kang stuff. That was really enjoyable to me. The rest of it. I, I I could leave it. I could leave it. Whereas the flash, it just felt like this undercurrent of mediocrity through the whole thing. That's true. I, my, I would, I'm going to say the same thing. Quantumania is going to be my winner because the flash pissed yeah. me off to no end. The CG, yep. the CGI by itself in the flash threw mm-hmm. me off and threw me for a loop and the sphere world shit that they tried to do at oh, the end. The, the chrono bowl. The chrono, chrono bowl, bowl. Christopher Reeve. They disrespected Nicolas Cage as Superman. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that movie. Doug, I mean, do you have a different opinion or do you want to add no, anything? No, I don't. Um, I think of the two for me, I think there is a more defined like start middle end to quantum mania for better or for yes. worse. Yes. There are some, they yes. both have, they both have their own like problems, like with non sequiturs and tangents that don't go anywhere. But this, there's a clearer structure of a movie with quantum mania. Plus yes, y- you can't deny some of the big flashy Marvel moments that were there. So for me, Ant-Man makes it across. Yeah. Right. Honestly, Flash should have worked on paper. That's the last thing I'll say for me. Is yes, it, it should have worked on paper. Should I should have, have loved the Flash. So, yeah. all right. Uh, well, they'll go up against Barbie later. So good luck. Good luck. Uh, Godspeed. Okay. The next one that we got to figure out is Shazam 2 Fury of the Gods versus Fast X. I have some, I got some bias on this one. And okay. it's only off of the strength of Zachary Levi gets on my damn nerves when he's doing yeah, it. It's fair. Um, I, I, I am perfectly fine leaving Zachary Levi where he is and taking this for Fast X. I think I, I want to be fair, wow. though. I do want to be fair because I think as a whole, if you're asking me which one would I rewatch, my honest, honest answer is outside of the Zachary Levi shit would be Fast X because I know what I'm there for. Fast cars, okay. explosions. Yeah. I like uh, Jason Momoa as this Joker-ish type yep. villain. I, I I like that. I should have liked Shazam too, but it didn't give me enough yeah. of what I was looking for. It just gave me more Zachary Levi and not enough of the family, I guess. Of the movies that annoyed annoyed me, Fast X annoyed me less. I can understand. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Yeah. Coming. So, so I'm gonna go with shazam was far more annoying i i just all it was just there was a lot in it and so i'm fast x for me is where it's going i look i i I can't change it anything i am gonna go fast x because of jason momoa yeah Um, i'm as i'm as surprised as everybody else but shazam 2 did have some moments and i feel yeah Honestly, I don't know why I didn't make the movie. I didn't market it, but like I feel guilty a little bit leaving behind performances from like some really good folks that aren't Zachary Levi. Like there's some really good performances in there. I mean, but Gal Gadot put that movie on her back <laughs> for the. Right. This is a Gal. This is the Gal Gadot the, classic, right? This here. is the right, Gal, Gal versus Gal Gadot, isn't it? Because yeah, she was both of these. Oh gosh, she also cameoed in Flash. This is this is the cameo battle. So this is the Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot show of the bracket. Gal Gadot show. 
the Gal Gadot show. Um, but honestly, no, Fast X was more interesting. That's that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. It was more entertaining. It was like even if it yeah. was ridiculous, like it's more entertaining. So also the fact that Shazam did. I saw this tweet yesterday. It was six months. It was six months between Shazam and Black Adam, and they both yep. didn't connect to each other. And that shit yep. just baffles the fuck. That's out. Sh- yes. shocking. No, that's such a missed opportunity. Plus, and you, you can't s- you can't deny that Fast X being an allegory for Christ going up against the devil. <laughs> you can't deny the staying power of that story. I still I still can't process that. Like <laughs> six months later, and I hate, one I hate how I missed it. Like I claim to be this like critic. You watch right? that shit. You watch that shit again. I can pull <laughs> symbology out of like real weird Star Wars stuff, but like when it's literally in my face, like, of, crosses. Like, Brian, there are crosses cross. everywhere. It's yeah, Brie, Brie Larson wears her, wears one too as a sign. She's with Dom with Christ yeah. and God. Um, that's right. And, that's Brie Larson going with Dom God. Okay. Dom is not God. Dom Dom God. Dom God. All right. So, okay. Fast X is the winner there. So we're going to go back now to our lower seat here. So I guess we're in it. We're in it proper now. I'll work in it up. proper. No more playing games. The you are Gal in it to win it. phase of the bracket is over. Work around and find out. Um, I don't feel like we're going to have a ton of discussion here. So we have <laughs> Ant-Man Quantumania versus Barbie. I mean, I feel like Doug is going to try to find some way <laughs> to make Ant-Man. I, there's no, you guys, you, I, you can't, can't, you can't do anything. There's, I, I mean, I, I couldn't even do it if I wanted to make it a joke. Like, there's mean, just, it's just, <laughs> if you stand the stories up and set them next to each other, right. they just night and day, night yep. and day. And there there's, and what's, what's argue, what's, what's incredible about that is that Barbie is actually asking more of us yes because it's asking us to say this toy mm-hmm. comes to life and enters our world yeah. it's asking us it. to suspend belief more than an ant man that <laughs> shrinks down <laughs> and goes inside to another dimension like life that, space. yeah so that barbie it's got i mean there's no I, way you can I, get I mean that. we're gonna talk more about barbie so i feel like i agree yeah. with everything you said doug so yep. marcus are you good here Oh, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Congratulations, Barbie. You're moving on. All right. I'll just work our way up here. We All right. Now we're getting into movies we haven't talked about yet. Okay. Uh, so our Ooh. seventh seed is TMNT Mutant Mayhem versus M. Night Shyamalan's Knock That's at the Cabin. This That's is going to be a tough matchup for me, at least. Uh, um, I know what I want off the rip, and I'm going okay. gut feelings with, with the bracket. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I've rewatched that one four times. I mean, I... It's, it's a good movie. Knock of the Cabin was good as a first initial watch and review. But yeah, if I'm going back and revisiting things, TMNT for me just felt like something fresh. No, Especially yeah. knowing it's a story that has been told a hundred times. Four Brothers, Four Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it still stood up. Um, and it's still a good movie. I am also going to go with TMNT. Because I think that I really do think that they took a story about the 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 Ninja Turtles that brought like like Marcus said that we've seen, heard, and know like a thousand different ways, and they somehow added a new layer to it with the component of 
family and the role that Splinter plays and mm-hmm. this whole two different sides of the same coin with families type thing. I think that that, but I also, but I, that's not me saying I don't want to give knock the cabin, like a raise of the glass to say knock at the cabin, <laughs> knock at the cabin is it was original and I appreciated what it was trying. Yeah. To do. Now it is now knock at the cabin is a now Brian, what do you think? Here's my thing. I liked the idea of Knock at the Cabin and I liked yeah. I liked the direction of it. I did not like I did not like some of the later story decisions. Yes. Um hmm. just because I mean we can go back you can go back and listen to that episode of the podcast. I had issues mm-hmm. with how those people made decisions towards the end of the movie which took me out of it a little bit. But I also understand my worldview didn't line up with those characters. So I do want to give patience and grace. But like at the same time, it's like, ah, I have a hard time getting over that last hurdle. Yeah. But I do recognize that like the film craft that went into knock at the cabin, mm-hmm. it was a step above a lot of stuff we saw this year. So I do want to say, that. yeah, yeah, it was an original take. And you're right. It's just it kind of gets a little jarbled towards the end there. It, knock yeah. at the cabin was just missing something. Mm-hmm. It was like one thing. I don't know if it was the yeah, the dad as the wow. lead. Like, was it casting? Um, you know, but because Batista did his thing, I think it did know, awesome. Everybody did great. It just feels like it was missing, like maybe one thing to really push it well, over the edge. And they yeah. deviated from the story in the book too. So I feel good. like that. I'm putting. I guess I'm putting my vote on TMNT because I it's a vibe, like, retelling of stories. I know that they're. I know that they're two very different movies, but the vibes of of Mutant Mayhem are just immaculate. I, I don't. I don't know how. I, I still listen to that soundtrack. Like that soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, there's so same. many layers of that movie that were just so good. Like yeah. you can't. You can't deny casting all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Animation yeah. too. You got to give it animation points. Yeah. Uh, well, congrats, TMNT. All right. Uh, here we go. Dungeons and Dragons. I forget what the acronym yeah. was. Honor Among Thieves, but otherwise known as Hat uh, versus <laughs> the Dungeons and Dragons Hat. <laughs> I want one. This is actually my Christmas list. Not the Dungeons list. and Dragons Hat versus the Marvels. Not so pants. Hat. Here we are. This, this one. This hard. one is hard for me. What's the second um, one? Sorry, the Marvels. the Marvels. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oof. Okay. It's tough. Uh, yeah, that's that's hard because okay, here's here's what I'm gonna say. I like Dungeons and Dragons. I thought it was a really yeah. good, well done movie. It was fresh. I've been watching a lot of D and D on the uh, Dropout app. I hate to promote another app on this thing, but the Dropout app from um, you know, uh, fuck, what, used, fuck, what used to be College Humor. Um, yep. but yep. really good app. Best five dollars I pay a month. Um, the second Marvels, only to this Patreon. I don't pay for this Patreon. I have free access. <laughs> I thought we own the Patreon. I don't know. We had to pay it. Doug's, Doug's going to be like, wait, you guys don't pay. Guess I'm the only one paying. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Yeah. I pay for the Patreon. Um, but I'll say this. I really like the Marvels and I don't know if yeah. it's the fresh, the recency bias a little bit, but I really like the Marvels and I kind of hate, all of the hate that it got. So my vote is going to be the Marvels. 
the the dungeon so the reason i like dungeons and dragons was it was a good adventure film and it and it made me laugh and the marvels is the same thing and it and it made me laugh more is what i'm gonna say um so that's why i'm gonna line up with the marvels um but i still enjoyed my time with dungeons and dragons i feel like that's important here's 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 my vote I'm I'm not trying to be contrarian. It's no, like it was going to happen. Be, no, give it. I, I'm I'm going to vote for Dungeons and Dragons, and here's the reason why. I feel like it's been such a long time since we've had a good fantasy adventure movie. Yeah, that, I and I really enjoy fantasy adventure movies. Like they're, I mean, I've the Lord of the Rings is probably one of those movies. The reason why I fell in love with movies, not the only uh, one, but one of them. Yep. So like, it's hard for me to just leave that one there. So for me, D and D gets it. I agree with yeah. everything that you all said about the Marvels, but D and D is my vote for this one. So with okay. the voting, with the votings on these, as we are, as we are picking, right, mm-hmm. is it the last person if if it goes, you are the opposite of whatever we pick. Are you are you trying to convince us to swing the other way, or is it just vote for what you want? I think if I mean, it's your, I think if it's if you're way off, I okay. might try and sway you, but you guys weren't wrong. Yeah. This just comes down to personal preference. Right. So okay. in this case, I think I think that, but it possible. I mean, if I'm the last one and I think no, Brand, you're wrong, or Marcus yeah. is way off, I yeah. might try to then convince you. Try to you. Convince no, it's yeah, fine. Okay. I, I mean, like the same thing. Yeah. Hey, dissent opinion is important. So this was one of the hard ones I was talking about for me. Okay. So this, this was one of the hard ones I was talking about. Creed 3 versus the Super Mario Bros. movie. That's hard. Um, oh, Jesus. That's hard. Two very different movies. Very Which, different. look, I I feel... This is the category that I feel for, like, types of movies that we review. Because we review all types of movies. Yeah. yeah. But Creed 3 it stands above for a lot of reasons to me as like a Rocky movie, as a boxing movie, as so many other things. Um, as also I, a Jonathan majors movie that, that, that it is. Sorry. Um, I just put that together. Okay. Like, I just oh, saw yeah, Right. I just saw a flat. Okay. All right. It, it, our chat, our chat. It's Roman. My, I said something was missing from knocking the cabin and he said, <laughs> it's, is it hot moms? <laughs> also, <Maybe. laughs> Uh, I'm keeping up with Roman Myers' bracket. His bracket looks significantly different, yes, um, than ours because he's kind of gone. And Roman Myers listens to every episode. He's gone pretty much the opposite on everything. Amazing. I think that we have that's agreed, great. Uh, agreed that's, on. I love okay. that's really good. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. <sighs> Fuck. This is tough. Super Mario Bros. Yeah. is a really good movie. It did much it better than I thought it was. I liked it a lot more than I thought it was. But if you know me and you know this goddamn podcast, you know that Creed is my shit. Yeah. Like Creed is yeah. my shit through and through. Like I was, there's I was, nothing. I feel like Creed. The reason I like Creed three is because it feels like it completes the trilogy. Yeah. Here, here's what I'll say. I'm going with Creed because okay. while I think that the Super Mario Brothers movie is deep, again that point it did i enjoyed it more than i thought i would yeah. all of that movie when it announced it should have been bad like that that movie yes. should have been like a yes why did they do this chris pratt just yeah, chris, right off the bat and i'm we I'm all sorry. we all raised our eyebrows and i'm sorry chris pratt uh I'm for real. um 
Ryan. Um, but one of the things that I one of the things that I want to say about Creed three is I think some of the visuals, especially when Creed when he's when he's Adonis is facing off against Jonathan Majors's character, mm-hmm. and they do some of those things where they the take him like to the prison. Yeah. And they take some of that other stuff like those visuals were really, really powerful. And I think the story's well done. So I think Creed three takes it for me. Yeah. yeah, I I feel like the Super Mario Brothers movie, if we had an award for like most general feel good, easy to love mm-hmm. movie, that it would have been that award. Now, yeah. if you would have put Super Mario Brothers versus TMNT, I would have gone Super Mario Brothers. Oh, that one would have been that would have been tough. I think I think oh, I, I think I would have been a completely different. Route oh, I would have gone to animation versus animation. And oh there's still something about the execution of Super Mario Bros where you could you could <sighs> fuck that up in a million ways. TMNT is still going to be a good story. But you could fuck up Super Mario Bros. Yeah. in a million ways, and they executed it. Super Mario well Brothers had did. more to prove, for right. sure. Right, and I, to, I, Marcus, I think I agree. I think I probably would have. Wow, yeah. well, I'm glad it didn't come down to that. Right, that would have been, been tough. Oh, buddy, I mean, it's still. Wait, hang on, let me bet. No, it oh, it, no, yeah, they, they can't. They can't. Yeah, 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 they yeah. can't. That's all right. That's all right. All right, we're gonna. So our next matchup is Nightcrawler versus <sighs> Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Oh. Um. <laughs> I mean, Brian, I, you know where the fuck I'm going. I, I like. I mean, I know where I'm at here. Yeah. Like across. Tell, the tell us. Tell us why you liked Nightcrawler so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he got the vans at the end you of know, the movie. He did get it at yeah. the end. I liked how creepy he was in the house. No, yeah. I mean, across Ooh, the Spider Verse is movie. is maybe my favorite movie of the year, personally. Yeah. I mean, it it's it's so good. Like it it fires on all cylinders. Like so good. I want more of it. That's my only critique is that I want more of it. Like, yeah, that was it was good. That was really good. Also, the bait and switch with Gwen. I I feel like we'll talk more about this, but the fact that the the movie you could argue is more about Gwen than Miles. Just chef's kiss. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, right. I gotta give it got you there. R.I.P. Nightcrawler. Thanks for coming to the Patreon. Okay. Uh all right. Next is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 versus You People. Mm. Well, Guardians 3. It's Guardians 3 for it, me. It's, it's also Guardians 3 for me. Like um, I think the soundtrack, and again, the same point that Marcus made about Creed 3, I think you could make about Guardians 3. Trilogy so well mm-hmm. and and don't get me wrong you people was i'm gonna give it p- props for trying to do something yes. different and to tell a story that i think is very modern and appropriate for the day and age that we live in but there were some things with it where i was like in terms of execution guardians 3 executed a lot better because yeah. there were some things with yeah. you people that i was like some of this doesn't make sense the cgi kiss at the end of you people is what threw me for a loop that is why <laughs> i forgot about that, that is what i remember from that movie yeah that so, is also um, what i remember i, I wasn't on the episode where y'all reviewed and i went back and watched it and i i i feel the same as you i feel like it's a really good concept i just feel like some of the execution yeah. i don't know it just didn't work for me, whereas Guardians, I don't have to think twice about it. Like the right. whole thing worked yeah. immediately, yeah. Um, and it's about a raccoon. So I do need to read yes. Guardians. I don't know why I haven't. I have not. Before. I should do that same. Um, all right, folks, we are almost halfway through our bracket here. Yeah, we're, we're, cooking. we're cooking. cruising, moving. Whoa. All right, this is a weird matchup. This is what you can expect from films in black and white. This we is a weird matchup. The Little Mermaid. 
versus the unbearable weight of massive talent. <laughs> this could go either way because it depends on I, what mood you. I mean, in. It, I don't know, man. I, like, what are you picking? What What are y'all for these two? Because these are two different genres, two different reasons we like these movies or want them to be successful or want them to move forward. Um. I could go either way. So I feel like y'all can sway me because I have, I'm indifferent on this one. I guess, I guess it's little mermaid for me by an inch because I was still singing along to Haley Bailey's like, mm. uh, not yeah. under the sea, but part of your world. Like that was, I, I that that blew me away. It, it, it legit made me emotional. And I can't say that about unbearable weight, which felt like a massive inside joke which I enjoyed, hmm. but you show that movie to anybody else that doesn't know Nicolas Cage and they're going to be like, what? <laughs> I'm going to go unbearable weight of massive it. talent. I knew it. And the wow. reason why I'm going to go unbearable weight of massive wow. talent is while I appreciate the representation and yes. while I appreciate the, uh, the music of the little mermaid, yep, it is a remake. It and is the unbearable right. weight of massive talent was at least an original story, even though they yep. borrowed a lot of concepts from Nicolas Cage movies. It, yep. it was an, it was a unique way to go through an actor's filmography and sort of put that at the front end. So I agree. I, I'm going with unbearable weight for the originality. All right, if, Marcus. Uh, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I think I'm going to have to agree with Doug on this one. Wow. Wow. And, and, and you know what that is? It's, it's, also love the representation that love sure. the talent in that film. It sure. is still a remake. It it did still have its moments in there. I think yep. um it, unbearable weight just it screams Nicolas Cage and it screams our shit. Yeah. It, it, and I think that's uh, what really I'm does. tying to. Um yeah. that so yeah. yeah. And I'm gonna I'm more yeah. likely to rewatch Unbearable Weight before I rewatch The Little Mermaid because Little Little Mermaid has never been one of my favorite movies ever in at all. Yeah. Yep. I'll acknowledge that I like I will totally acknowledge that Little Mermaid has always been one of my favorite Disney yeah. movies. Yeah. So I definitely think this is coloring it for me in that respect. Mm -hmm. Uh but which makes perfect sense. Yeah. I will also I will I'll also say it. I will also say Again, I expected to not like The Little Mermaid mm -hmm. as yeah. much as I did. Because again, for me, you you all know me. I'm a big like I'm a big source material type person. I right. think that's the history major in me of like I like to go like if I'm going to watch The Little Mermaid, I'm going to watch the anime. You know You're what I mean? You're going to watch the original text. Right, yep. right. I'm going to yep. why so like I I expected that to kind of look at it like with some side eye, right. but it wasn't, it was still really well done. And I, again, I appreciate what it was doing. So, yeah. All right. All right, folks, we're, Ooh, we're on our way. Wait. All right. We're almost done with oh. this round. This is the last matchup we have to decide in our, in our, this is round. this this is another like hey we took one of these things and then something from about 10 miles away from one of yep. the, from from so, it like yeah. for those of you that that are only listening killers of the flower moon versus oh my god past x man so, how much just yeah i mean what if, i it. mean like does anyone want to say any rips for fast x here no just put it out of I, here's what here's All what i'm right. going to say here i will say one thing here Killers of the Flower Moon is outstanding. I mean, mm -hmm. 
Martin Scorsese yeah. achieved his like cinema. cinema. Um, and so I, here's what I'm going to say. But I do think that if 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 this if 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 we're comparing action movies, I think it becomes harder. Like oh, you know what I mean? Only action movies. If this oh, was yeah. only action movies, like if Killers of the Flower Moon weren't directly tied to this, I could see Fast X making it a little bit further. Oh yeah, it's yeah, I agree. The story is so compelling and heart wrenching and so well told that mm-hmm. there's, Fast X doesn't have any business being compared to it. No, this is truly like this isn't apples and oranges. This is apples no. and watermelons. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not a, even remotely close. This is a theme park ride versus a like historical the, the, like yeah. live action like recreation of it's a historical Six Flags life. versus the Holocaust museum like it's just not it's just not comparable at all and i say that not to be funny like that's i'm i'm being dead serious no you're you're gonna go to six flags or you're gonna go to the smithsonian's institute of like uh the the (sighs) african-american museum in 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 washington dc yeah they are not the same they're not the same Yeah, they are hard now, not the same now, thing. If you, for me, if you were to put Fast X up against Unbearable Weight, Fast X would win. I also would agree. Because oh, I, see, I would have chosen Unbearable. I see, also, I would, I would, I would rewatch Fast X before I would rewatch Man. Unbearable Weight. Because right. it's a little bit me. more mindless and a little bit more of a yeah, fun ride. I don't have to be yeah, okay. it's fun. I know exactly what. Once again, Fast, Fast and Furious movies are successful because I know why the fuck I'm there. Yeah, that's true. You know, you, you know it's a yeah. bunch of celebrities that just want to yeah. do stunts together yep. and call it a day. Yep. They all hung all out right. at a party and they're like, we should drive a car. And they're like, hold on, let me get my camera. Like, that's <laughs> literally much. what it was. Pretty much. <laughs> um, uh, all right. I'll just start at the bottom again. Um, I love it. Okay. Wow. Oof. This uh, one, we this have... one is this one, Brian, is <sighs> actually hard for me. This we have TMNT Mutant Mayhem versus Barbie. That's got hard. Quick. Uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know why I laughed like that. Here's my thing. Okay. <laughs> nice joke. <sighs> Good one. <sighs> Ooh, TMNT. Brian, Brian's trying to make Brian's trying to make a legitimate decision, and we're making I dick am. jokes. This is hard because on one hand, mutant mayhem like re- not only revitalized turtles to me, but like mm-hmm. what you can do not only with animation but with voice work. Yeah, like, you yeah. saw Ice Cube smoke that. Oh, Ice Cube, but yes. this the the people who played the four turtles, mm-hmm. those kids. We're all in the same sound booth in it, and it spoke volumes. And then you compare it to Barbie, which is doing something very bold. That whole like, scene where like with the bev, with the bev, with like the that, bev? that bacon egg me, and cheese, oh bacon egg and cheese, like that. To me, I gotta be honest with you. If if we're going, if we were going strict off of rewatch factor, it's it's TMNT for me. Oh man, I don't know, I. I gotta be the. I, I gotta see what y'all going, and then somebody. I, I gotta be. The, okay, here's okay. I, it's it's Barbie for me because I I truly can't I can't compare it to another film um that I've watched this year uh and like the reason that like across the Spider Verse is old like it is it is in the running with Barbie for my favorite movie like full transparency like this year because. It, both of both of these stories try to break out of this mold that we've known and try to try to not only subvert it but tell a better story. 
And so I just, that's why I'm, that's why I'm going with Barbie over TMNT right now. Fuck. Am I? I'm going, I'm going with TMNT. Oh, to not make this hard. I'm going with TMNT, not because I don't think Barbie is an accomplishment and is well done. I'm not trying yeah. to say, you know, br- it breaking all of those records is anything to thumb your nose at. It absolutely is. To me, it took me back to a time like I remember it, it, it just reignited such nostalgia for me in that original yeah. source material that. It's that's that stuff still has a hold. You know what I mean? Like it's still yeah. ingrained in my DNA oh, where I'm that. like playing like games on my phone that are TMNT related. And I went sure. out and I bought the last Ronin like two weeks later. Yep. Like yep. It just I it did had too. such staying power for me yep. that it's it's one of those things that it just it like you said, it re Brian, that phrase it revitalized my love for the turtles. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. Fuck Marcus, me. I don't envy you right now. This is that's hard. This is hard. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, let me let me say this first. Uh Barbie was up against a million odds. And yes. I, I also I, I I have to pick Barbie and it's that's strictly fair. off the fact that it did a billion dollars with the message and with a female yeah. lead and Margot Robbie and a female director. Uh, a diverse cast you had yep. um, yeah. um um jake gyllenhaal as ken uh brian nope. gosling i'm sorry ryan same, Gosling. Same, same, sorry. same dude different flavor I'm you got it. <laughs> <laughs> no you're right same you're right same dude different, different flavor. flavor i just feel like barbie was not supposed to win tmnt it, is the yeah. easy sale now i will rewatch both of these so i can no longer go off the rewatch value tmt yep. is an easy sale to the world because yeah. the worst thing you can do is it didn't live up to your expectations as a remake. Mm-hmm. Barbie is it made a billion dollars as this original concept with great execution. And that's why I feel like I have to go Barbie. Well, and, yeah. and to its credit, to its credit, it it was an event. Yes, you know what I mean? Was. Like it was the a yeah. defining event of this summer. So in the middle I, of a writer strike, it did a billion dollars. Yeah. Now I do I'm not, kind of I contradicting not what I'm it. saying with Super Mario Bros. because it also did a billion dollars, but Barbie just hits different as a live action non-animation yeah. Yeah. new property. Yeah, I agree. Um man, that's tough. I, that's a it, tough, it's tough It's tough. It's, it's tough, tough because I feel like this is just it. You can like something and and like another iteration of it, and you can like new things. Watch both of these movies. Yeah, like, I, I yes. don't. You we know, are not the definitive definitive. Defense. You in theory, you in theory, in one weekend yeah. could have a different oh my feeling gosh. that takes you to each of them. Absolutely. Can you can you imagine if you hadn't seen any of these movies and you're trying to queue up your weekend? Oh, Nelly, you got a good time ahead of you. Time. Yeah, that'd be Man. tough. Speaking of tough, Dang. Have, is this we a have, three? And, is this a three and six or a three and four? Three this and is six. a this is a three, three and, and six. six. Oh, uh, so we have Creed three versus the Marvels, and I gonna am be gonna need a me. minute. Um, yeah, this is tough. I know what I want though. My knee. Jer- I know what my know what my knee jerk reaction is. Creed. Yes. Yeah. And my knee jerk reaction is because. And this is not me cutting down the Marvels, and I'm not trying to talk shit. I feel like Creed, as a story, has more heart and depth. Yeah. I have to go. Now, this is a Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. 
Um, and then there was also, oh my God, what was the name of the female director, black female director for the Marvels? Oh, I'll I'm find it. You, I know you what you're talking you. about. I, this is, thank you. I feel like um, I have to start thinking a little bit deeper than more than just rewatch because obviously the deeper you get into this, you gotta, you, there's more layers mm-hmm. to it. My immediate answer is going to be the thing that has the Marvels um, that could have had the Marvels at an edge is that X-Men um, cameo at the end. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. But I think it, I needed a little bit more from this, and it was good, and it's rewatchable, but Cree 3, once again, feels like it completed something. And that is what, to 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 go from a Rocky, to be a um, spinoff of a Rocky franchise is hard. To take over the spinoff of the Rocky franchise in your directorial debut and bring on who was at the time one of the biggest stars to play across from you mm-hmm. as the uh, uh, antagonist, I feel like that takes a lot of talent and skill to do. So I'm going to go Creed 3. So Nia DaCosta. Nia DaCosta. Who directed the Marvels. Thank you. And I I feel like... I feel like I have to go Creed 3 because Creed Mm. 3 tries... I think what stands out to me is that Creed 3 takes the perspective of like... Adonis has conquered boxing. Like, that's done. And this is like the epilogue almost. Yeah. And it is kind it is telling the story of like not necessarily brothers, right? But like these two people who used to be so close turning against each other. And what what does that look like? Right. right? And I feel like it I feel like it's hurtfully done. Like yeah. I, do, I like I do feel like it adds it is it, I feel like it adds a lot to yeah. that trilogy. Mm-hmm. I think the Marvels is good. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I, you can go back to the episode. I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Creed three does more. Yep. That's, that's a and great that, way to put it. That's yep, great way that's to put where it. it goes. The Marvels is great. I will watch the Marvels again. I love everyone in it. I just feel like Creed three has more to say. I agree. I agree. I agree. With that. Yep. Um, yeah, I, that, that, that was easier than I thought it would be, but it was, that was real tough. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So we have now Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 versus Across the Spider-Verse. James Gunn, turn off the pot right now. (laughs) Turn the pot pot off right now. I don't want to do that. You need to hear. You need to love us at our worst. I know. I know. I don't want to do this, James, but I have to. Spider-Man Across. Uh, It's 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 Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. And it's and it's <laughs> and it's it, it and I hate to say it like it's like it's like miles ahead of Guardians 3 because it's not. But Spider-Man, there's something about this movie. Yeah. That this we know this character, but it feels so goddamn fresh and relatable and it sticks to you like grits. You know what I mean? Like wow, that's so well said. It's it, just oh thanks. It does. But <laughs> Come on. Do but it. yeah, yeah. I think that for me, if I'm com- these both both of these movies are good. I think if I'm trying to define them as being something different, and I'm gonna it's gonna sound like I'm contradicting myself. The high evolutionaries acting 
and the way in which yeah. and the way in which that was portrayed those scenes with rocket and giving rocket that the yeah, arc yeah. that he gave yeah. him like that arc to me <sighs> is just so incredible to see that character development and that like level of breadth and depth to up until this point was sort of a kind of an ass and then giving him sort of this redemption piece at the end where he's able to say like, no, there's a reason and like all of it. Like, so that whole stuff with the high evolutionary, I think for me is what takes it for me. Like I loathed yeah. him as a villain, loathed him as a villain. That's a good And, and point, so <sighs> because he was able to instill such hatred in me, think i don't want to say i emotionally connected to it more but i think it elicited more of an emotional response for me that is not me saying <laughs> at all that spider-man across the spider-verse didn't elicit an emotional response i just think that i got a bigger hit from it with guardians uh brian before you go let me say this do it I i'm gonna change my answer because i think oh, that shit. I, I, wow. I, think, I think doug made a fantastic point I've been talking this whole time about Creed 3 and how it completed something. Yeah. And Guardians 3 did that. The other thing that Guardians did was it broke the mold to the Marvel cookie cutter shit it that did. was happening. It did. And I have to give it credit to be able to be the cog in the machine that is like, no, no, no. There's something special about this one. Now, the reason I'm saying that against Spider-Man is because there is a part two we haven't gotten yet. And so, I mean, yeah, accurate. as far as feeling completed, there is more story for Spider-Man to be told. But for this to be the crown jewel in James Gunn's Guardians, I think everything that Doug said, I completely agree with. All right. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. Guardians 3 is a is is the rare achievement of finishing your trilogy on a high point, like oh, yeah. not. There's not a lot of trilogies that can do that. Get, I get to do that. Yeah. Even in Marvel. Yeah. Where they plan yeah. it. Right. And and usually the third movie is in service of setting something else up. Right. Yeah. See Iron Man 3. Yeah, or Iron Thor. Man 3. Or, or, or the Thor. Civil War. Or Thor. I mean. Or Thor. I mean. So I, I recognize it for that achievement. And I do think that is a good thing. And I feel like. Guardians 3 hits the hardest out of the three movies. My dissenting opinion, and I will go down with the ship, is that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, it does this thing that it makes these quiet moments so loud. And mm, in, in a movie where <laughs> so many things are happening, and it is asking so much of you. It is asking not only for you to remember yeah. one Spider-Man, it's, it's asking you to understand there's a da vinci universe and that they can come to our universe and go mm -hmm. to other universes and that there's a whole universe just to spider people at the spider society and how sp there's one spider-man that's trying to do other spider-man things and it and it makes keeping it straight so easy amidst all these complicated concepts and i think that's that's an achievement and i feel like it's also touching on this aspect of like you can't go home you can't go home again. Mm. And when Miles's mom is 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 talking to him about, hey, like mm. you're gonna go places and you're gonna go on these adventures without me, and I just want you to take care of this little boy. I I just that speaks to me. Oh, that, that speaks oh, to me man. because we know Miles is 
he's way out there at the end of this movie. He is he is way off the mm-hmm. red line. And it, it, it speaks to me on so many levels. And is is it part of what I've seen before? Yes, but it builds on itself. So I want to go Spider Man. No, this way. is this is tough. I gotta go Spider Man, and and it is because of the I. I'm sorry. I'm a. This is my bias. I relate a little bit too much about the young black man with burdening, um, mm-hmm. everything. That's totally understandable. I, yeah, and I think that Brian, you painted that picture, and Doug, you painted a really good picture for I Guardians mean, too. And y'all two motherfuckers <laughs> are clearly. Experts, we, in it's this like shit. we it's like we have a podcast. Where Jesus, we talk about it. I mean, like, I, there's, there's, <laughs> I see why James Gunn listens to us. Um, <laughs> um, I would do. I have to go to I have to go with Spider Man because yeah. of all those reasons, because of the connection that I have to that character, that representation, and the way that you execute that story, and you followed up something that was the biggest fucking movie when it came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and still providing yeah. a fresh storyline. That's tough. This Fuck is me. one of the toughest. I mean, these man, these quotes hard. The ones are tough. I'm looking they at are going, They Jesus. are going to be hard. This is. I mean, yeah, they I, are going yeah. to be hard. It's supposed, it's supposed to get this hard, right? Yep. All right, folks. Oh, we're now me. talking about Killers of the Flower Moon versus the unbearable weight of massive talent. <laughs> I mean, this feels okay, like what I'm is the co- this, this feels what like is I'm the comparing an opera to a circus? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it is. That's true. That's a really good analogy. What what are we looking for here? This deep in the round, it's not just rewatch value at this point, right? So, what are we Man. looking for? Up until this point, as if we've kind of as we, I've kind of taken some mental notes of our conversations of the other like differentiators, it seems like one how we relate to the story seems to be a factor. Two seems to be like what story is it trying to tell. And like yeah. sort of the mission behind the movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so that that to me seems to be a big factor. And then just overall quality of production and how it was executed have been the th- th- three themes that have come out the most as we've sort of talked through things. Great job, dude. And that's the reason why, for me, it has to be Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Talk, yeah. talk, talk about a story that not a lot. I mean, unless you read yeah, the book. I agree or you were deeply entrenched in it, like, and you knew it and you were a history buff or you read the book or this was, you were very aware of the issues that have faced native peoples in our country. Yeah. This was an issue maybe that flew under the radar and he shined for better or for worse. Martin Scorsese took a light and he shined it right on it. And he did a great job of telling that particular, that story. And to be honest with you, the the unbearable weight of massive talent is going to sound like I'm talking shit about it. I voted for it in the last round. Yeah. It feels like a, we did it because we could. Yes. Like, and so that to me, in terms of mission, purpose, and execution, like I think Killers of the Flower Moon wins that one. I mean, yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon, that was the one I was going to pick. I'm I'm also thinking about the execution of the episode of bringing in, you know, Dr. John Little. Good point. Really, yeah. the discussions we had after the fact. So, yeah, I agree. Okay, yeah. so we're down to four movies. Down uh, to four. Hot damn! Field oh. of eighteen down to four. One can only be champions. So, okay. who's it gonna be? Who's so we have gonna be? we have Creed three versus Barbie, mm. and then we have Killers mm. of the Flower Moon versus Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Um, Ooh, fuck! <laughs> God damn! 
I don't even. Boy, this is a good podcast, boy. I tell you what, boy. Ain't nobody that's, else doing that's no shit like this. That's a fucking impossible choice. That's no, a Sophie's choice. I mean, Whew. here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. If you told me we were gonna burn a weekend like watching Barbie, Creed Three, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, and Killers of the Flower Moon. Good weekend, boy. I'd say that. That's a great way to spend my time. I'm just, that's a really depending that on what order you watch those in. That's Ooh. a fucking heavy weekend. I mean, <laughs> don't end. I would say don't end with Flower Moon. That's do not don't end with Flower don't, Moon. Yeah, don't end with. But in definitely fact, don't. Maybe fact, don't start do, with it do do Flower Moon second. Have that be. Yeah. You need to stretch. Here's yeah. what you do. You stretch with Creed three. Then yeah. you go into Flower yeah. Moon. Yeah. Then you go into Spider Man and then Barbie. Spider-Man Barbie. Go Bar- I was gonna go Barbie then Spider-Man. I feel like Spider-Man uh, also go out gets, on a high note. Spider-Man also gets heavy though. The yeah. way that it's getting off. Barbie at least is something a little bit lighter at the end. Of a little bit. Just a hair. Yeah, there's a little bit of a hopeful message at the end. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um fuck. Um, I don't know. Three versus Barbie. I don't know, man. Like I I, I don't like this. Like that's those are movies. I like. Ah, oh, fuck. Hey, yeah, it's tough. I'll I'll say this. I, I'll, I'll I'll say it. I feel like um. Creed three is more my shit. Like, and I'm not like I like boxing movies. I'm not. This is not me like trying to take again. Not me trying to take a dump on Barbie. It made a billion dollars. Like I like the movie, not the toy. <laughs> it's just the way you said. <laughs> take a dump on to Barbie. Take a dump. Crazy. <laughs> you know, I really need to work on my phrasing. I feel like the D in dump was executed a little bit. It just sounded it's like about the right. I didn't see enunciation or dump. I had to get a tape recorder. Um, I liked Creed three again for me. I keep coming back to the visual. I think there's this, there's yeah. the scene where Adonis is fighting Jonathan Major's character at the end, and or I think it was the second fight, and he's punching with all of prison behind him, and oh, that. That's the last fight. Yeah. yeah, that that to me, that was such an incredible moment. It it takes like a because I think what it did is it did something different that you don't typically see in a sports movie or mm-hmm. even a sports movie or broadly or even a boxing movie in specific. Because I think what it does is it shows, you know, boxing movies are so much about the fight and the characters outside yeah. the ring. And what it did is is it said, like, no, 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 they're in the ring and fighting for very specific Mm -hmm. reasons that are impacting how they fight and why they fight and the the justification and the depth behind it. So for me, Creed three is is that for me, because I think it just resonated with me more. That is not me taking away this telling the story of how females are treated in our country at all. But but Barbie is mine. Oh, sorry. Creed three is mine. Sorry. Uh, okay. I was like, wait. <laughs> I, <sighs> For all of those reasons, I pick the other movie. I, <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I, I, I'm struggling, but I think. For me, it's Barbie. Ooh, that's okay. Fuck me. I'm, I'm Marcus. If I, I 
Fuck. You gotta start speaking up sooner. I do. I know. It's so bad. It's so bad. Caught in the Sophie's so choice bad. every time. I mean, look. Here's what I'll say. Now Blaine's like, gonna tell you some really magical shit about what Barbie no. did. You're gonna be like, God damn it! Like, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now that we're at this point in the bracket, though, like we know these movies inside and out now. Like we, yeah. we know what they stand for. And I guess th- what what puts it over the edge for me and Barbie is like. It, 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 they really tried to make like a toy. They made the toys, they made them life size and they put them in a movie. And they, mm-hmm. it was the surrealist humor. And like, I just, it was a big thing. swing. It was a it's big a, swing and all yeah. of it worked for me. And, and it just, it, it, it had more of a wow factor to me yeah. than three, three. That's what it was for me. That's a good, um, point. That's a good point, Brian. But, this is like by inches like this is not Mm -hmm. i feel like here's where i'm at with it creed creed 3 was still successful and still good it made a lot of money right um and it and and maybe it wasn't supposed to especially because it didn't have rocky in it the original franchise runner he was in the other two you didn't have rocky balboa in his corner okay um, oh, thanks, Roman. Roman Meyer said Roman with the receipt. 275 million versus 1.4 billion at the box office. Jeez. Now, that is a that is a large stint, but boxing movies are very niche genre. Yeah, I agree. Um, yep. and you could have gone very cliche with Creed with cliche with like Creed 3 of like, oh, uh, Jonathan Major's character is gonna cheat and do something to right. really mess up the whatever, you know what I mean? You like you could have done that, but Creed, if anything, has been consistent in its storytelling of this is about Adonis versus Adonis. Yes. And something mm-hmm. about seeing that man. Ah, OK, I think I just made up in my head and it's all okay. just completely off of personal bias. That's fine. Creed 3 is going to win for me. And it's really because of the black family represented in its movie. Sure. Sure. Mm. That's strictly at this point. I'm like, Barbie is great. Yep. It has a fantastic great message. Movie. I yep. love everything about Barbie. I didn't plan yes. on liking it that much, but there's yes. something about the I've way been on record as not planning on liking it. Right. <laughs> Especially because it was like, is it a musical? Is it not? I love Margot Robbie. She's very yep. talented. Yep. Um, but the way that they represented Adonis Creed's family and yeah. reminded us why he fights and why he did the things he did and watching him teach his daughter how to box and going back and forth and trying to support his wife. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, Adonis yeah. versus his past, Macy. You're yep. absolutely right. 100%. Yep. I, have 100% with, right. I have to go with Creed because of the story it's telling. Yes. Not the message. Barbie had a message. That's a good point. The story is Creed. Yeah. No, yeah. that's... Yeah, Dang. I, I, I you're making me rethink my own vote, but I'm going to I'm going to submit. I'm going to submit. Tough. That That's, was really tough. They're always I upsets. Did so, not expect know, in a game in a game yeah. like this. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's yeah. got to lose. That's I mean, I, and I do think now I'm thinking about Tessa Thompson and all the small moments that she played in that movie. But she made every mm-hmm. moment, every moment her own. She was every not moment second she, fiddle. Yeah. To no. the slightest, no. It, to the slightest, no. And it, it, and it really should. Yep, yep. Tessa Thompson. Yes, I can't believe it took us this long to talk about her in that movie. Okay, so much. Creed three is in the championship round. Congratulations, Woo! Creed three. <laughs> I didn't think we'd make it, baby. <laughs> I'm shocked. Ooh. I am shocked. This, we still got this, a bonus episode, y'all. <laughs> I know we still have a bonus. Yo, this one, this one's kind of tough. 
But also, here's the reason why I think it's not. Okay. Okay. Make it easy, Doug. For the exact same reasons (laughs) that Marcus said about Creed, Mm. I could make the same argument about Killers of the Flower Moon. I was thinking the same thing. Killers of the Flower Moon is an outstanding film about like racism in our country. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is in a fa- it's a fantastic movie about greed and what greed can do to communities. A true story. A true story. But Spider-Man's about Spider-Man. Like it's it's like you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's about yeah. it's about Miles and his not stepping out of the moniker and the mask that he wears into this identity to be something unique. Like it it's such a hey mm. In a world that's asking you to be this one thing, be yourself. Mm. And that's the reason why you are so successful for it in the long run. That is not me taking away from mm-hmm. the performances by the f- folks in the little killers of the flower moon. Mm-hmm. I just think that if we're if we're focusing on that piece of yeah. it, for me, Spider-Man, Spider-Man's the winner here. That's I, tough, man. That's tough. <sighs> The subject matter of Killers of the Flower Moon is always going to stand out to me. A hundred percent. The I'm going to be honest. I, I knew this was going to come up at some point. I I'm not trying to be a contrarian, but I some of the stuff that Scorsese did in the film, just direction wise, it just didn't all vibe with me. There um, are choices that are bold, and they some of them land really well, and yeah. some of them do not. I think that's a good way to put it. Other than vibes, like some of the decisions mm-hmm. that were made in the third act, specifically yep. how they end the movie, I I take issue with. Yes, I know some yes. people. That was I know tough. some people love the fact that Scorsese himself steps out on stage to talk it does about. Feel, it does feel a little look at me though. <laughs> the thing about it is like if you're if you were really trying to center this community and these people it just feels weird to me that i see you the filmmaker mm-hmm. at the end of the movie even though you are taking responsibility for the fact that like this entire story of the osage was turned into a radio drama for the fbi and how messed up that is that is messed up um, oh, very much so but it's also, Brian, the other to your point is you spent the better part of three hours telling the story of the Osage right. people. And in the last 10 minutes, you said, but here's a stage of all white folk that are telling their story. I mean, like, I think that's the I think. Uh, OK, mm. I feel yeah. like for me, that's where yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon. Now, it told a real story, mm-hmm. real. 100%. Shit. And that's yeah. what I think for me. Yeah. I love the movie because love. I like the movie because <laughs> um, it it's telling you real shit. This isn't something that was made up. This is America's yeah. history. Oh, it happened, right? Um, and it is a good movie cinematically. Absolutely, mm-hmm. there's something about a white director telling this story, and I don't know if I feel it. Yeah. Like it completely. Now I know that people, you know, people from the Os- representation from the Osage tribe came in and, you know, gave some direction. They right. redid it. Leonardo was not supposed to play the role that he was supposed to be playing. There was a lot of flips and a lot of the shit that was happening. There's something about <sighs> championing. And to, and, oh. and, and to Martin's credit, 
he did try to get Osage people to play Osage people. Like, so again, okay. I don't, I don't want to okay. throw, I don't okay. want to throw him out too. No, that's good. Bus, and he but is to his to credit, credit. He's You're trying. Good. It's mm-hmm. just, I think it's this is yeah. This is tough. This is okay. I, I mean, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. It. We're getting into some nitty gritty stuff here. I mean, if we're talking about message, I do like the message of Across the Spider-Verse. And I do like the way it is told. It is compelling to me. Mm -hmm. Killers of the Flower Moon, though. I don't know. I I cried watching that movie. Like, that's why when I went home, I cried after watching Killers of the Flower Moon. And and because it's so heavy... And it's so much and it's so real. Now, yeah. Into the Spider-Verse could make me cry for a different reason, going back to the relatability Shit. I have with Miles and that representation. Yeah. There's a different type of connection that I have with that. One is me being sad and empathetic to this is real life shit that happened to people. Yeah. That's the thing that I keep coming back to is that point, like not to sort of like go backwards on my like on my vote originally. But that's the purpose of movies, right? Like the purpose of movies is to shine spotlights in dark places and to tell stories that haven't been told. And so that point I keep coming back to of like whether we like a portion of it or not, Scorsese said this is a story that needs to be told. This is a dark place that I can shine my camera at and bring to the surface. And now millions of people know about. Can I bring up a different uh, point? Yes. The feat of animation with Spider-Man. Yeah. Has been done before. Well, mm, no. Yes. With that many styles, with Not that like many. Like, but no, but no, like watch. Okay. This is, this is me pushing back on. Yeah, please. Let's not inflate it too much. We talked about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And yeah. that style of animation and what it did there. Mitchell's versus the machines is not a movie we did this year. Did a lot of different animation styles and brought in different things, also made by Sony. To be honest, I don't think it's too remarkable for me to go, yeah, this is the animation Sony animation should do. If it were less than, I'd be mad. I don't think it was any more than what I've already come to expect from them. I don't think it's a, I think it's about the balance of it all with Spider-Man for me. Okay. I hear exactly what you're saying, but to balance that you're hop, you're talking about hopping universes to balance that many art styles, to balance that many characters, to balance all of these things. You have how many Spider-Man was on there? There's a horse Spider-Man. There's a, you know what I mean? There's a lot of characters in that. Right. Um, so I just want to bring up the animation feat. You're right. Once you set a bar like that, it's a little bit harder for you to uh, I mean, one up yourself. To one up yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. hard for you. That's to not do me. That. Again, I am not no, like, I trying it. to tear it down. No, I'm just, I I'm, I'm trying to keep things a buck and say like, well, you know, it's not. No, that's what right. I would have expected. So you're right though, you're. I mean, I guess that's why. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just say it. That is why I am like leaning towards Killers of the Flower Moon because okay, across the Spider Verse. I've talked about how it's one of my favorite movies of the year, but I have seen parts of that movie before. Um, 
and killers of the flower moon is is it, it is trying it, it it is not perfect this is not no. i'm not gonna say it's the most it is not scene. but i do uh, I, i've I, i've always gone to this idea that like they're at least trying something new i can't think of another movie that is trying to do what killers of the flower moon is doing um i guess that's i guess i'll cast it i'll cast the first vote i'll, I'll go killers of the flower moon over spider-man and yeah, i can't you, believe i'm you, saying that, it. you gotta go and, and, and if it's yeah, a time, I'm, I'll make a decision. I'm, I'm also gonna go killers of the flower moon okay i was also going to go killers of the flower moon that movie right. sat with me and it stuck with yep, me same yeah mm-hmm Damn, that's right. good discussion, uh, that was, y'all. Fuck. That was amazing. Oof, oof, that was a oof, very oof. good discussion. Oof. Yeah, that's tough. That's a movie I love. I yeah. love Across the Spider-Verse. That's yeah, tough. I know. It's hard. And then this <sighs> okay. last one's not easy either. This is it. This is the championship round here, folks. This I never it. thought we would see this. No. no. You know? No. For those Films listening. in black and white debating Killers of the Flower Moon and Creed 3 is best movie of the year. I just, yeah, I didn't see it coming. Best movie that we reviewed of the year. That we reviewed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I... Okay, gentlemen. Sorry, I... Aquaman still hasn't come out, you guys. Because that could be. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, that's okay. Wanda. Once I saw him, once I saw him die in a puddle in the flesh, I was like, all right, well. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. There it is. That's that's that. All right, y'all. That's... Where are we going? Creed three versus Killers of the Flower Moon. I mean. And we're talking, okay, how do we define, now that we're at this championship round, right? Um, this movie is the champion for season four of our favorite movie that we reviewed. I'm I'm, all, I'm making this an annual thing now, so great job, Brian, on this bracket, because you did a really oh, phenomenal job. Shucks. Um, what do we as a podcast want the championship, champion of this shit to represent, I is mean, the question. Here's my, I'm going to take a crack at it first. Please. I think that if we are taking, I love this podcast. <laughs> I think that the, I think that the champion of this particular podcast for this season needs to do really two things. The first, it needs to be a movie. It needs to, the movie needs to be good. And so any of these could have <laughs> yeah. first, first, any of these could have been in those fast text. We would have been in trouble. We've been in a lot of trouble. But I think the second thing is, is I think it needs to be something that we hold up as a like as an example of like who we are as a podcast. Oh, no. oh goodness gracious. But here's what I mean by that. A lot of pressure. Stop. I know. It's, I know that's a lot of pressure. But I'm but what I mean by that is like if we were to send somebody one movie review episode from this past season, it's one of these two. Oh, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. You don't? I don't think that's fair. Uh, okay, let me actually, and I threw the I monkey wrench. So let me, I'm going to yeah. pull this back because I threw Please, that monkey wrench. Because we could be here for a while. <laughs> I, and I think, <laughs> and we still got a bonus to do. I know. I, yes. I feel like I should have, we should have asked this question in the beginning of what all yeah. three of us were looking for first, because we've been doing this individual mm. kind well, of thing and not really by the standard of the pod, but more so like, majority wins does, does that make sense i don't know if that's fair to throw that in here right now no I, I mean i think it's fair we didn't set up strict rules for ourselves though for this no we did for me we for this not. particular reason that's true we were. um right because it's funny right it's, I mean, you know what i mean right because like we're looking at as a podcast we're looking at all types of movies we will watch anything on this podcast 
Um, yes. Right. Yes. We'll watch anything. And I and and while our speciality maybe knowledge of like the comic book movie universe, we also like good movies. Um yes. not to say that comic book movies aren't good movies, but we also like movies that are good outside of those realms. I see what you're doing. You've been you've been um, hanging out with Martin a whole bunch. Cinema. Um, like I, he, I, here's he, I, I, I think I have an answer in my head, but I want to hear. What okay, I will say. I mean, I guess I'm having a hard time articulating because Killers of the Flower Moon is where I'm at right now, and I, I don't think it's in cement, but I do feel like Killers of the Flower Moon is like it. It is an achievement type movie. Again, even if it is flawed. I, I do think the movie yeah. is flawed in, in some aspects, but it is truly something I had I had not seen before. And when I talk to people about it, I'm like, I guarantee you, you've never experienced a movie like this before. And, yeah. and that maybe that's my answer. All right, let me take my glasses off. Okay. Oh boy. Eesh. Here's my answer. And I'm going to stick with my answer. <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon did stick with me and it, it does stick with me and I think it did really phenomenal job telling mm-hmm. that story. Um Creed 3 also did a really good job in mm-hmm. its storytelling. Here is why I think my vote is going to go for Creed 3. God damn it. The <laughs> fact that Creed 3 made it this far with us means something stuck with us. Because Killers of the Flower Moon to me is supposed to be what it came out to be because it's Martin Scorsese. You're yeah. talking about a directorial debut from Michael B. Jordan with Creed three, a Creed movie made it to the championship round for us. And I think that there is something in there. If we think about it hard enough with Creed that we all enjoyed and liked, and I don't know what it is. I think it's something different for each of us. It could be, could be Tessa Thompson and her representation and how she carried herself. Yeah. It could be uh, Michael B. Jordan and how he bought this complete character. It could be the black family representation. It could be a plethora. It could be the success of a Rocky movie without Rocky in it. It could be so many things. Yeah. And for me, I think I'm going with the underdog here of Creed three, because it, it still to an extent feels original as a story. Yeah. Well, well, I guess the world may never know. Cause, did he just leave? What? He just left. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, it's I'm you just, and me, Marcus. We gotta do this. We you guys gotta, you guys gotta sort it. this shit out. Bring no, I home. wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to you all. I exited out just from the street for a second. This is a fucking hard choice because both of you made really good, good points. Um, shit, shit. So <laughs> I think the reason why. Oh God. I think the reason why. I'm going to go with ah uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Here's Fuck. the reason why. Here's the reason why I'm going to go with it. Idea. Yeah. Here's the reason why I'm going to go with yeah. it. For the majority of that movie, you are not really sure. Like you, you obviously understand like Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro's intention. Yeah. Yes. But fuck, you are so waiting to see whether or not that you're you're so waiting to see whether or not Leo's gonna break the mold or whether he's going yeah. to do what you expect him to do. Yep. yep. And what I think that, that this movie was able to do is in addition to telling a story from a cultural perspective that we didn't know about, 
I think the other half of it is it was a three and a half hour movie yes. that I can was really for the whole time of it was going, is he going to do the right thing or not? Like, right. and I kept coming back to asking that question. Does he love his wife or not? Oh my gosh. Like he kept, co- yeah. I kept coming back to me. So in terms of like the accomplishment for me, y'all, my brain space, three and a half hours for me without falling asleep. Cause I got kids is an accomplishment <laughs> and so for me it's it's killers of the flowers flower yeah. moon because the way in which the story was portrayed and the way it kept my attention and kept me questioning the entire time it, that's why it's for me but marcus you made incredible points that made I mean, it hard for me to get to that point. Yeah, fact, too, though. creed creed three is 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 in our top three was like not expecting that i mean all. that speaks volumes i feel like not only for the movie but also for michael b jordan right. and like i hope we see more movies from him oh for sure for sure i mean uh, yeah like killers of the flower moon that that is that's it that is our winner that, yeah, that is and, hey and guess what you're absolutely right you know this is that is an episode we are multi-faceted as a podcast mm-hmm. as you can see from the movies that we review and that would be an episode that I would send somebody's way of like, I would, this yeah, is no. how we would have covered this, especially when none of us are representation from, it's easy for all three of us to do a Creed movie because it's a yeah. boxing movie. And then like, yeah, it's, it's a black family lead. It's a black lead mean. in that, which is something that's, you know, important to me the most, yeah. uh, you know, not to compare, but when you look at killers of the fly moon, that is also another side of films of black and white. And I think, this bracket really did a good review of our entire season because it captures all of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it makes us look at us in the mirror and be like, damn, why did we really I, like this movie? I, yeah. I, I mean, I can't remember who said it, but the Barbie, the Barbie Creed three comparison of like, okay, but like, think about the story. And it was immediate for me. Yes. Um, Cause yeah. Barbie can have a good message and be a good movie. But Creed three can also stand on its own too. Like we have a, we also have a good story mm-hmm. and a good rep. You know that, ma- that just, makes for that makes for a good movie. And it, and yeah, not liking yeah. Barbie doesn't mean that we didn't like the message or oh disagree gosh. with the message. I mean, it just says that we really got to think about. Um, Doug was no Doug was in I was the there um, for the last ten minutes. Doug was in the last ten minutes of the episode. Last Doug entered that episode, episode late, but yeah. he was there. He was yeah, there. I had to go. Um, I had to go down to Oklahoma and try and get the land back. So I mean, that's what happened. That's true. I was, I was in Utah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I also can't believe With the, the skin la- hits. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, God damn. That, ep- that episode is yeah. That's all over the place. The last yeah. thing I'll I'll say for me is that. I'm shocked Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse didn't make Ooh. the championship round. That was a that was a I, hard that was hard. Like for me, like I thought this was gonna be Barbie versus across the Spider-Verse, and we would be talking about that. So if I am it, shocked we're talking we were talking about Creed 3 versus Killers of the Flower Moon. If you would have went Creed 3 versus um Spider-Man, Spider-Man would have won that for me. Yeah, mm. yeah, and yeah. Then, then we're having a different conversation. We are. You know what I mean, I totally so agree. That's just yep. it's it's just time and place. I mean, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, it, we started with Ant Man, Quantum Mania versus the Flash, and we ended with Creed Three versus Killers of the Flower Moon. So here we are, yeah. folks. All right, y'all. Let's bring that's this it. home. Let's bring this home. So 
Thank you, Brian. First off, Brian, you did the Lord's work. Thank you so much for putting that bracket together. It was awesome. Thanks to everybody who participated in the chat and sort of followed along. This was just such a good episode and a good conversation. So cheers all around. Gentlemen, anything you all have to plug this week? Hey, folks. Go check out Color Me Confetti on Etsy my wife's shop uh she has a decorating storefront there so color me confetti all one word when you go search for shops on etsy absolutely marcus don't forget to follow the mantra never offended always humble new music on the way go listen to soul tie s-o-u-l-t-y-e um lots of music out from me too as well marcus destin follow me on socials um and hit the link in our bio to support us Hey, uh, go check out Marcus's socials because he's dropping some some stuff he's working on music wise. Oh, and I don't know if that's oh. current or if it's old. Oh, that shit's shit's awesome. Was so it? if that's if that's what you're working on, I'm genuinely very excited for what's coming. Um, support our podcast. Share us with a friend or a family member. Hey, that we don't we're not we don't cost any money. You could just give the gift of films True. in black and white True. to a friend or a family member for free. So give the gift that keeps on giving. Um, and if you want to sign up for the Patreon, go over to patreon.com slash films in black and white. Sign up for one of our tiers there. We got big things coming. Uh, Brian, care to give us that first step to our three steps to success? Hey, folks, I'm here to tell you to read a book. And I want to tell you something. My family, we celebrate Joe Bokoflod. And what that means is that is an Icelandic tradition for a... A, a tradition in which Christmas Eve, you just you, ever every family member gives each other a book. And you know what you do Christmas Eve? You read a book. That's that's what you do. And it's great. You don't have to worry about, oh, no, Aunt Carol's going to be doing something weird with the potato dish. Nope. Just everybody gives each other a book. And you just read that book for Christmas Eve. You get peace and quiet. So just something to think about. Read a book. That's, <laughs> by the way, uh, he has a picture. He They do celebrate this. They have I a picture that. on their wall. And I had the nerve to be like, did you spell something wrong? What is that? <laughs> it's just a heads up of my this own. Is a real and thing. you walk into another man's house and say, like, hey, hey, I think you, you fucked this up. Put, did you fuck something up and put it on your wall, Brian? You know, you didn't? Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, we celebrate that here. Uh, Marcus. Second step to success. Make sure you drink some water. Season four finale. We're going to take a little break. But in the time that we are taking a break, we'll be back at the end of January to kick things off for you. Completely new season in season five. But in the meantime, in the between time, make sure that you are drinking water, please. Even when we ain't telling you. That's what integrity is. Doing it when nobody's watching. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and look, y'all, you're going to be around a lot of folks. You're going to be around friends and family members. You're going to celebrate several holidays between now and when we come back. So I think it is absolutely important that you wash your ass. Like there is do not give gifts people didn't ask for. And one of the gifts nobody asked for is stank ass. We do not need to do it. So don't do it at all. So just you're trying to get you some Christmas nookie. Like you're trying to get you some Christmas butt. You can't get Christmas butt yeah. under the mistletoe with stanky butt. No one's no. kissing under the mistletoe with a stank ass and dirty no. legs. Mm-mm. Just take Mm-mm. care of it. Mm-mm. Just Mm-mm. take care of it. Um, step five, high five your loved ones. That's a great one. Add <laughs> step four. Step four, high five your loved ones. Thanks for um, yeah. Yes. That'll do it for this week's episode and this wow. season of um, Films in Black we and did White. It. Cheers all around. We're going to be back and better than ever with season five. So we're excited to see you in 2024. In the meantime, 
have a safe and happy holiday season um okay. and uh stay safe stay healthy we love y'all we appreciate y'all and we will catch y'all next week james gunn i know you're listening baby i love you dog i love you baby i love we you love you james you especially <laughs> <laughs>